0: Dad on Money is presented by the Small Business Accountants and Financial Advisors.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Dad on Money. I'm your host, Stephen Williams, and I'm co-hosted by a rotating cast of my children, each with their own financial goals and situations. Today, I'm joined by Bryce. Say hi, Bryce.
0: Hi, I'm Bryce. I'm a young man uh, going to school and working a full-time job. Uh, Today, we are talking about the Registered Education Savings Plan, or RESP.
1: Stephen here, just popping in to remind you that Dad on Money is brought to you by the Small Business Accountants and Financial Advisors. Contact us through the link in the show notes to start saving for whatever you want.
0: How can a person like me access the money in my RESP?
1: It's fairly simple to be able to access money in the RESP. You just need to be able to go to a recognized post-secondary education institution.
0: Okay, so I need to go to school that is recognized by the the government?
1: Yeah, so on the Canada.ca website, which we'll put a link into the show notes so that you can find it easier... There is a whole list of all the post-secondary educational institutions that will allow you to access the RESP so that you can use it for whatever you need at school.
0: If I've gone to this list now, and what happens if my school does not show up on this
1: list? Sadly, if your school's not on the list, like the one that you really wanted to go to, You can access the money in the RESP, but not all the money in the RESP. Because the RESP is made up of a couple of different components. One is the money that probably your parents or grandparents have put into the account. The other part is what the government has put in and what it's grown. And so if you want to access all of the money, then sadly, you got to go to one of the schools that's on the list. There's hundreds and hundreds of schools there. But if that doesn't meet your needs for what you want to go to school for, you can still pull money out of the RESP, but you're only going to get the contributions and the growth on the contributions. Otherwise, the government money and the growth on the government money is going to go back to the government. So you kind of miss out and lose out on that money.
0: If I understand this correctly, if I go to a school that is not on the list, I can only receive the money that my parents were kind enough to save for me for my schooling, um, but I will not be able to receive the money that the government also put in to the savings plan.
1: So that's right. The government money is for a recognized post-secondary education uh, institution, which they recognize most, but not necessarily everything. So if, if you really want a certain program that's in a school that doesn't have, or that isn't recognized by the government, then sadly you can only access the money that the, your parents have put in and the rest will go back to the government. Now you do have until age 31 to be able to access all this money. So Keep in mind that if your things, you know, your thought process changes on what you want to do, then maybe later on you might be going to a post secondary educational institution that is recognized by the government so that you can now access your RESP money. But keep in mind if you access the RESP without going to a recognized school, then you're going to end up losing the grants and bonds that are that went into the account, even if you go later. Because if you're accessing the contributions in there, the government will say, yeah, this isn't for a school that we recognize, so we're going to pull back our money that we put in.
0: Okay, so it is kind of important to, to make sure that, that you do go to a recognized school. Right. I guess then... For, for me, myself, I, I would like to go to recognized school. Uh, there's nothing wrong going to uh, a school that is not recognized, but in my case, I would appreciate it, especially if uh, the program that I want is at a recognized school. So if I do then choose to go to recognized school on this list, how then do I go and access this money?
1: So what you need to do is first register and then the registrar at whatever school it is, they'll provide you with um, a letter or, or whatever that will have information regarding your program that you're in, when it starts, um, and those types of details. It'll have your name, their name on it, like on their letterhead and stuff. And so then once you have that, then you can that's kind of like the document that you need in order to show the financial institution that has the RESP money sitting there that, hey, I'm going to a school, this is the school that I want to go to and it's recognized, so give me my money, right? So that's the, that's the process uh, to be able to access that money. Now, keep in mind, you can't have all the money all at once because the government does have limitations on what you're able to access, and when you're able to access it. So generally, when I'm talking to clients about an RESP, I want them to take out the maximum, which is $5,000 worth of government money, plus you know growth that is earned on that government money. Um, and then they can take out contributions and such as well, associated with that, in that first semester that they've registered for school. In the second semester, honestly, clean it out because we can clean out the rest of the money that's in the RESP because it is somewhat of a pain to get that document from the registrar and get it to the financial institution and then they got to scrutinize it and stuff like that. So you want to make sure that we do this as little as possible. So as long as we do this in the first and second semesters of uh, somebody's further education then we can at least get all that money out. And whether it goes into like your tax-free savings account, or if it's just all gone to pay the first year of school, depending on how much money's in there, then that's what happens. But we want to make sure that we get that pulled out as soon as possible, if you can.
0: All right. So my understanding of this is I need to go to a school that is recognized by the Canadian government Um, then I need to get uh, acknowledgement of my registration from the school and bring it to my financial institution that has access to my RESP and I can pull out up to five thousand dollars in the first semester um, of schooling and so it sounds like I can pull out everything from um, everything that's left over. So, say I had a total of fifteen thousand dollars in in my RESP, I can pull out five thousand dollars in the first semester. So, which leaves me with ten thousand dollars. Am I understanding correctly that I can pull out that ten thousand dollars? In the second semester,
1: now there are some other little specifics in there, but yes, generally that's the that's the rules uh, for the RESP. So the five thousand is the government portion money, but you can take out you know extra in that first semester as well uh, with contributions and such added onto that. But that's but that's what we want to access. So basically, the end all and be all is that. As long as you go to one full year of post-secondary education, you can get all the money out of your RESP um, without, you know, losing it and use it for whatever you need, whether it's for housing or food or books or the actual tuition, all that stuff. You can use it for all that. Now, you still have to be smart about your money because if you're going to a four-year program or an eight-year program, whatever it might be, you want to make sure you have some money for those later years, right? You don't want to blow it right away.
0: Absolutely. And as you suggested was to uh, take out the money and then put some or all or whatever works for your financial situation into your tax-free savings account. And I think that's a great idea because I mean, in in some cases, it it just, it, it helps, it allows you to access the money and then it will, if you put it into a tax-free savings account, it will grow the money even more in the meantime, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Hey guys, Steven here. Just popping in to remind you that Dad on Money is brought to you by the Small Business Accountants and Small Business Financial Advisors. For all your accounting and financial advising needs, our small business is here to help you. Come and get your personal taxes done and put that refund to good use.
0: So when the money comes out of the RESP, does it get taxed?
1: Yeah, so the contribution part doesn't. So the money that your parents put in, they put that money in after-tax dollars, uh, using after-tax dollars. So that was money that was in their jeans, we'll say, in their pocket, that they said, oh, hey, I've got an extra, you know, couple of bucks I want to, you know, save for my child's education for the future. So they put that into the RESP. So that part, that's the contribution part, that is not taxed when it comes out. The stuff that is taxed is the grants, the bonds, and the growth on the account uh, when it comes out. So, And that's going to be taxed to you as the student. Now, one good thing is that generally, most students don't have huge incomes. So with the personal exemption amount that you have for on your personal taxes, you probably won't pay taxes on it anyway. And even if you have a job or a part-time job that you're working, the grants, the bonds and the growth are going to be taxed to you, but you also get education credits that will most likely offset those, those taxes. So if you do pay tax, it'll probably be a very small amount.
0: Okay. So As I understand it, then it could or will get taxed, um, but it is nothing really that big to worry about. It's not something where you think you have X number of dollars, but in reality, you have so much
1: less. Right, exactly. Yeah, you're not going to, you know, you might have a little bit of tax, coming off of it but not a not a whole bunch it's not like when you go to school that first year you're going to be paying ten thousand dollars in taxes just because you pulled money out of an RESP Um, it's it's going to be you know a a nominal amount if at all Um, you know I guess unless you've got you know your parents were Amazing and started you off with a whole ton of money in there right off the right off the hop. So 18 years later, when you started to go to school, then um, there's a ton of money in there. Then there might be some tax considerations, but honestly, at the end of the day, most clients don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars in their RESPs. So we're not looking at a at a big tax bill. You can meet with a financial advisor to make sure that you're getting the benefits, I guess you can say out of the RE without tax uh, or much tax on that money. So yeah, make sure you look into that and uh, determine that you know what you're pulling out isn't going to be a burden when it comes to filing taxes.
0: All right, so it's fairly safe to say that that we shouldn't have to worry about the taxes, although we should understand that it could be taxed.
1: Exactly. All right. Yeah. That's a great sum up of that.
0: Perfect. So my last question is you mentioned earlier on the age of 31, what happens to the RESP when you hit that age?
1: So at 31, if you are not going to school by that time, then the RESP has to collapse. And so what happens there is the government money and the growth on the government money goes back to the government and the money that your, say, parents put in and the growth on that would go back to your parents. So the RESP would just collapse. You get nothing back. Your parents get taxed on the growth of the savings that they put in there. And then they go on a holiday and cry the blues because their, their child didn't go to post-secondary school.
0: All right, so if you want your parents to have a holiday, don't go to school. <laughs> but even if even if you uh, go to a unrecognized school by the government, you still are able to access this money, which is fantastic. And you have until until you're 31 to access this money. So I mean, I've got another nine and a half years. Uh, which is fantastic. I mean, I'm planning on going to school in probably about around seven months here anyways. Um, but it's really good to know that I don't have to worry too much if I'm 24 and I'm kind of iffy on what am I doing with my life. I've been working, Uh, Since I got out of high school to to now, I'm thinking about school, but I may or may not go. These are some great points that have been brought up on why it does benefit you to, one, have an RESP um, that, I mean, your parents have to start for you. um, But also, to go to school, even if it isn't a um, recognized school, and make sure that you do go and access this RESP.
1: Yeah, exactly. And there are a lot of things. Like a lot of people will say, "Well, what about carpentry or you know going to be an electrician?" Because I'm not going to school during normal semesters and things like that. For those, you can definitely pull money out of the RESP with the grants and bonds. So you're, that would be a recognized fine or recognized post-secondary institution, but. Mm-hmm you know, things like, um, you know, courses to be a massage therapist, sadly, currently are not recognized. Um, so if you're going to be a massage therapist, you know, it's, it's kind of a bummer, but you won't be able to access the RESP, um, or courses that are just, you know, short term. Um, you won't be able to access that money with all the government money attached to it to be able to, uh, Go take those programs. So you 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 got to kind of think of what you want to do, and even if it's just going for two years of general studies at the university to figure that out, then at least you could use the RESP money for that, and uh, and then go from there.
0: Thanks, Dad, for joining me and answering my questions on the RESP and how to access it. I guess a good note to remember is if you're able to go to a school that. Is recognized by the Canadian government so you can access the full benefits of your RESP.
1: Well, and thanks for listening to Dad on Money. I'm Stephen Williams, and you can find me at smallbusinessaccountants.ca.
0: And I'm Bryce, and you can find me on Instagram at Brickferns. And thank you for listening. This is Alex Williams here, just popping in for the credits to let you know that Dad on Money is produced by Mecca Radio in partnership and sponsored by the Small Business Accountants and the Small Business Financial Advisors. The music in this podcast is by Ian Post. We've got a link to his work in the show notes. This episode was hosted by Bryce and Stephen Williams, and it was edited by myself, Alex Williams. Thanks again for listening.
1: Mecco.